Well, one dude that caught a lot of ink and flack and a lot of back padding. The hell is back padding? Back padding. Pats on the back. Pats on the back, yeah. You made it up. I know. But that doesn't mean I understand it. It's Kyle Petty. Had a few words to say about Danica Patrick. Laid it out there for us. He's been a part of the Freaks for a while, and what does Kyle Petty decide to do? Well, he opens his mouth again, and he's Kyle Petty, and that's why we like to have him. He's laughing. That's why we like to have him here in the Freak Nation, of course. That name, Petty, you know, and then that other name, Danica Patrick. Kyle Petty, you dropped it out there. Danica Patrick will never be a racer. Do I quote you right on that, Kyle Petty? (laughs) I think so. I think you probably quoted me right on that one. Now, you know when you said that about Danica Patrick, who transcends motorsports, that you were going to catch a whole lot of heat and you're going to have a whole lot of people agreeing with you. Yeah, it's very, she, it's very polarizing. She's very polarizing. And, and, and you know, it, it's like Kyle Busch. He, he is very polarizing. You either love him or you hate him. And, and I think Danica's the same way to, to her fans. They love her. Uh, to, to other fans out there, but they don't really love her so much. Sorry. Uh, and that's just the way it is. And, and, you know, and, and so, but she's always going to be a topic of conversation. I mean, who else do, do we go to Michigan? And, you know, we interview first, second, third, and 26th. You know what I mean? I mean, because everybody wants to know where she finished and what her day was like and how she was and, you know, how to go out there and all this stuff. But, but really, if, if it was any other race car driver, uh, then we wouldn't be talking to him. And, and, you know, and that's a, I've always had a little bit of an issue with that, but that's that's part of it. You know, you say we go to first, second, third, and 26th because everyone wants to know where she finished and how her day was. But again, no, they don't. Not everyone. Not her detractors. And it is maybe 50% of the TV audience who does. They, they do get a little pissed off at that. It, it, it's, it's funny because, it, and, and, and you're right, let's just, let's just call it for the sake of argument 50-50. Because when you when you go and you interview her at at twentieth place, uh, then everybody's like, "Thank goodness they interviewed her." And then the other half of the people are like, "Why are you guys even talking to her? You know, we didn't care. We don't want her jammed down our throat. We don't want to hear it." Um, so the, it is, and that, and you know, but you, you're uh, like again, you're you're going to get that with a polarizing, with an issue that that's po- as polarizing as, as she is and, and as she has become. Um, and like I say, you know, we get we get it all the time in TV. Why do you guys talk about Jimmy Johnson so much? You know why we talk about Jimmy Johnson so much? Because he leads all the time, and he wins championships, and he wins races. Who do you want me to talk about? I'm not going to talk about the fifth-place guy when Jimmy drives from 15th through the pack to take the lead on lap 35. That's who we should be talking about. He's the guy that's on the move. But at the same time, you know, and, and fans want to hear that, but fans that hate Jimmy, they don't want to hear that. They don't want you to talk about Jimmy all the time either. So, you know, I, I think media-wise, we do kind of – we have forced her down people's throats. But, um, you know, yeah, I think you, you, you hear it from half the people one way and half the people the other way. Kyle Petty joins us. Taking the other side on this, though, Kyle, when you rail against somebody like Danica Patrick – okay, I'm not going to say rail. When you drop those comments out there about her, some people do take offense to it as if you have a problem with women in racing. Right? Oh my God! Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, and, and that that is true. And I will I will I will just go on record and say, look, it, it is and 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 let me put it this way: we can be as PC as you want to be, okay? 
but in sports, there's no place for PC. You know, when you play when you play t-ball, you shouldn't get a, precip- a, a participation ribbon. Okay, you. I'm sorry. You either win or you lose. You get your ass kicked or you go home with the trophy. That's the way it works. Okay, this is a sport where on Sunday afternoons, one guy wins and everybody else gets their ass kicked. Okay? So it's all about performance. It's all about what goes on on the racetrack. It's not about sex. It's not about race. It's not about religion. It's not about anything else. It's what goes on on the racetrack. So when you go to the racetrack and you get your butt kicked, then I'm sorry. I want to talk to Jimmy. I want to talk to Tony. I want to talk to Junior. I want to talk to Matt Kenseth. I want to hear what those guys have to say because they're the guys uh, that won. It's not got anything to do with that. Um, you know, the only reason that it becomes a sexist issue is because she's the only female. And as we said before, it's very polarizing and people want to know. It's, it's you know, it's like going to, to, to see a... You know, you're, you're going somewhere and you want to see, okay, what is she going to do? What is she going to do? Everybody doesn't want to know that. Everybody doesn't want to see it. And if you speak out and, and you give your opinion on what her ability truly is, then you're called sexist. I'm not. Just change your name to Danny. I don't care. You know, if it's a guy, if she's running 26, she doesn't deserve, he doesn't deserve to be interviewed. If, if he starts 40th and finishes second, he's damn straight he deserves to be interviewed. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's run a good race. His team's done good. And that's the way it is. So, you know, I wish we'd forgo the hype sometimes and get back to what, what racing's all about. And that's somebody wins, 42 guys lose, some people have good days, and some people are not factors. And those are the people that have good days and, and who win. That's the people we should talk to. You know, two things here. That Something we've been talking about on this show is, yes, there's a pussification of America in which kids are raised these days that it's okay to be average, when in all actuality, no, it's not. It's You either win or you lose, and kids need to learn the difficulties of loss and how to deal with them because that affects them later on in life. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I agreed. You know, if, if I'm in a business, if, if, if you're in... If you're in sales, if you're selling cars, and I'm selling 20 cars a month, and and you're selling five, then let me tell you something. I'm going to be pissed off when I find out you make the same amount of money I make because I'm kicking your butt. <laughs> you know, I'm out there hustling. I'm out there making contacts. I'm out there selling cars. And, and no matter what business you're in, there's people that rise to the top, and there's people that, that have to be at the bottom. And, that, look, I said it. You know, I, I said it in the interview, and I said it before. I was just a regular guy. You know, I, I was very fortunate. I won five or six races, eight races, whatever. I wasn't a great race car driver. And I can look in the mirror and say, wasn't a great race car driver. Just a journeyman guy who just put in his time, run a bunch of laps, and, and did what I did. But at the same time, I, I have no great race car drivers. I grew up in the house with one. And, and you know, you see Jimmy Johnson, you see those guys, and you see what they are, and you look at their talent, and then you look at other people's talents, and you say, oh, there's a difference there. There's a, there's a big difference there. And I just think there's a big difference between sometimes what she does and what other people do. You know, something that separates motorsports from other sports, sorry, Kenny, is the, the marketing value, the, the sponsorship dollars that do go directly to the drivers and to the teams, unlike other sports. And, yeah, that's that's where Danica has made her name. I don't think she's she's apologizing for that by any means, but it does separate, I guess, motorsports from other sports, and it makes it a little tough to find who really are, where their talent really does lie. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah, and, and look, I agree with that. There, there is nobody, and we'll throw Jimmy and Jeff and Tony and all the greats that have come along in this sport. 
uh, up against her in that category, and she wins hands down every time. Um, great spokesperson, uh, great she create a great image when when you throw her out there in the marketplace. And and look, what she has done for the sport has been phenomenal uh, over the last six to eighteen months. You look at the the places and and that she's been and that she's taken the sport of NASCAR weather. And and as that has gone. Uh, obviously, it's that, it's that stupid saying, you know, as, as the tide rises, so do all the boats, all the ships. And that's the same way. It's, it's made the sport more noticeable. It's taken the sport to different places that, that we wouldn't have been without her. And she has done phenomenal at that. It, it is. I just grew up at a time uh, in a sport, um, and, and I've seen other sports, other other motorsports go through this, this same thing, where when when – the Richard Pettys and the Bobby Allisons and the Dale Earnhardt Seniors and guys like that come along. They came along and they got a ride because of talent. That's what it was all about. It's what can you do on the racetrack? What in, you know, how many Coca-Colas you can sell, how many boxes of cereal you can sell, what you can do. It's, can you get it done on the racetrack? And that's where you got your, that's where you got your start in the sport. And, and that's, that's how you, you rose to the top. You know, the sports making that transition. Uh, be careful what you wish for, and, and I think we wish for a bigger, better sport. And as the sport grew, uh, then you have, have people that come along that have the financial capabilities uh, to buy a ride and, and to buy a seat and to take a space. Now, does that guy have talent? Yes, he has some talent. Uh, and, and some of them have been phenomenal if we look back on, on guys who have started that way. But at the same time, there's somebody that come along – uh, who has a deep pocket and, and has that those financial resources, does that take the place? Uh, now there's a guy sitting in the third row that's 21 years old. It could be the next Jimmy Johnson. It could be the next Richard Petty. It could be the next Dale Earnhardt Sr. They'll never get that shot at driving a race car because nobody looks at talent anymore. They look at marketability. And, and, and I right. think that's a sad commentary on the sport. So I, I think when you look at that, there's got to be a balance at some point in time. You can't buy your way into the NBA. You can't buy your way into the NFL or Major League Baseball. Uh, and, and, you know, if you buy your way into this sport, you've got to do something to be able to stay here, no matter what. You've got to be able to win races. You've got to be competitive. And, or you've got to have somebody who's willing to pay just to have you run around. And, and the thing is, you know, that, that will be the telltale sign when the money runs out uh, and there's no longer financing behind. Will the ability be there to keep, keep somebody like that here? Freak Nation, his name, Kyle Petty. You know him. Follow him on Twitter, at Kyle Petty. KP, looking forward to getting you back here in the Freaks. Anytime. Kyle Petty joining us here, of course, in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Crasher, you have Danica Patrick's response to all this conversation with Kyle Petty? Yes, she basically said, I believe this was Saturday, I really don't care. I don't. It's true there are plenty of people who really say bad things about me. I hear about them, or I read about them, or I read about them on Twitter. People want me to die. At the end of the day, you just get over that kind of stuff. All you can do is trust that you're doing a good job, and that's all that matters, and the people around you believe in you. People want me to die? That's what she said. Oh, come on. She's, she's like Kyle said, she's a polarizing figure. Right. Fans can be pretty obnoxious. Oh, so she as means that, in, okay, times. from that sense. Okay, yeah, I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, so I'm sure she's received death, death threats on Twitter, Facebook, wherever. I mean, right. fans can be really stupid at times. I mean, that stuff, that, it doesn't need to get that far. Can you voice your displeasure with her? Sure, freedom of speech. But don't go as far as saying you want somebody to die. That's just stupid. That happens in all this business. Yeah, I know. It happens in every sport. It happens in almost every business. But it's just dumb. Just be smart about things, people.